Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. Live from I-84 in the middle of central Pennsylvania, it's the Library Director's Quartet. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four, dumpty 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 dum, dumpty 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 dum, dumpty diddly dum, dumpty 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 diddly dumpty diddly dee, rumpty dumpty dumpty dum, dumpty diddly dee, dumpty 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 dum. This is Dumpty Dum, the show about the reality docudrama that is centred on Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I am the glamorous MG that is Harriet Carmichael. With me, I have the clapped out old rust bucket that is Lucy Freeman. And the last part of Tony's Affair du Corps, folks, is you. This week's Dumpty Dum is from Andrew White. Lucy, if someone wants to send us a Dumpty Dum, how can they do that? If you would like to sing us a Dumpty Dum or leave us a plot prediction, then call us on 02030313105 or leave us a message on SpeakPipe. Uh, thank you to Cosmo for his podcast roundups, to Mike Hatton for his character counts, and to Derek for the Lonely Back Bedroom. Uh, we'd like to apologise for anyone uh, that suffered any annoying behaviour from Derek at the Dumpty Dum Live. Uh, oddly, though, he says uh, he can't remember meeting any of you and uh, he was in a Pizza Express in Woking. <laughs> On this week's episode, we hear views from New York Nigel, Witherspoon, Lydia, Zoe, Babs and Trev, Christopher, Michelle and Old Grey Whiskers. But first, before the calls, let's brace ourselves for Lucy V. Freeman's Week in Ambridge. We began the week with Tony poking something disgusting through Joy Horville's letterbox. She was horrified. <laughs> I've not seen anything as appalling as that since my ex-husband left. The countryside isn't all lambkins, said Tony, the man who, when his cows are ill, gives them tincture of buttercup. Anyway, Tony's cows are more likely to suffer from travel sickness than anything else. Joe Grundy had yet another send-off. He's had more farewell tours than Judas Priest, the poor stod. Let him go, people, let him go. 
just for a change, Will upset Mia and had to apologise. And if she wasn't having a bad enough day, she then had to go and react to imaginary fireworks on the radio. This was after she'd spent the afternoon discussing her menstrual cycle with Emma and chucking twigs off a bridge. Is it any wonder she wants to live with her dad? Over at Brookfield, Hootie has had a fall, in capital letters. She was retiling the barn roof when she slipped and fell on the cement mixer she had going ready for the, on the floor of the milking parlour. Leonard was helpful and comforting. David was a toddler suffering acute Oedipal complex. Honestly, it's awful, he told Elizabeth. He's cooking for her and making her drinks. And when I went to bed, they were sitting on the sofa drinking hot chocolate, the bastard. It's called being a responsible adult rather than a massive child, David. Um, he was half a second away from literally saying, but she's my mummy, not his. How does he honestly think anyone would look after Jill if Leonard wasn't there? The woman's only got one hand and does all the cooking, washing and cleaning. Ruth seems to have moved out. Josh is permanently rubbing down his boom sprayer and Ben's playing kiss chase with Rory. If Leonard Cozy wasn't there to help, she'd have starved to death, her one good hand frozen in rigor mortis, groping for the Mr. Muscle. Um... Hootie and Mr. Cozy are clearly circling around the issue of setting their hot chocolate drinking on a more legal footing. <laughs> this will send David into a decline. She'll probably have to start potty training him all over again. <laughs> Poor old Leonard finally thought he had a chance to get his end away, one-handed or not, when Jill suggested he stayed over, only to have her ruin it by saying he could stay in Ben's room. <laughs> Sticky sheets and a huge oh. portrait of Rory next to the bed. Oh. David reacted as if Jill had suggested Leonard ravish her on the sofa while the rest of the family all budged up and increased the volume on the telly. To make matters even more humiliating for poor old Cozy, he had to wear David's pyjamas. And Fireman Sam is so last year. He kept saying plaintively, does your wrist still hurt? <laughs> Not now, Leonard, I'm tired. Sort yourself out. Um, Russ is confounding, subverting and challenging convention by pasting a load of pretentious wank on the walls of the Lower Loxley Gallery. I'm lonely, he said, and I'm forced to list everything I had. And what have I got now? A teenage girlfriend. I'm living rent free in a stately home. I've been given a job and I'm about to start knocking off my glamorous prospective mother-in-law. Oh, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> Russ got cross as Lily was not listening to him. It would be nice if you could pay attention, please. Now turn to page six of your textbook and answer the questions in the box. <laughs> As predicted by absolutely everybody, Jimus is going to be the Christmas entertainment by putting the willies up as many people as possible, a record previously held by Brian Aldridge. <laughs> Elizabeth is going to make him sit in the attic in Lower Loxley, surrounded by cobwebs and dust sheets, fill him with mulled wine and make him read terrifying stories to coach loads of bewildered pensioners who thought they were going to a Christmas market to be sold overpriced glue vine by offhand Germans. Chris, Harry, what the hell are you doing? Oh, sorry, sorry, my, my screen's just locked. I have to get back in. Can you hear that? Yes, it sounds like you're unwrapping sweeties. I thought, I think she's at the cinema. I tried to put my password in. But then I thought, well, I don't want to interrupt Lucy. I just have, sorry, Lucy. Carry on, I'll wait till you finish and then I'll go back in. He's <laughs> trying to do it quietly. <laughs> no one will hear. <laughs> so um, I'll just, I'm looking at my screen. <laughs> Chris's leather apron has made a hit with an older man at Anisha's wedding who has offered him a job being farrier to the stars. Possibly. I wasn't listening properly. I was more concerned about the fact that Kate appeared to have brought a kitten to the pub. It was Piggy's birthday, which was being held at the bull. Now, this was another error. Piggy's should have been at the tea room and Joe's should have been at the pub, but never mind. Yes. Now, poor Johnny is heading for an upset. 
I knew it would all be over when Piggy described Bella as delightful. Piggy was the one, you'll recall, who thought Rob Titchener was a fine, upstanding young man. <laughs> Bella immediately revealed herself as a wrong un, and now I predict a week of fanning around while they try and work out how to tell Johnny. <laughs> Do us all a favour, please, and someone tell Tracy. She'll just march up to Johnny and say, you know that Bella, she's a right bike. I'm not, though. Let's nip upstairs and I'll take your mind off it. Have you ever done it in an airing cupboard? Isn't promiscuity brilliant? Tony seems to be about to embark upon a passionate affair with Orville. Well, <laughs> as passionate as Tony gets, he might take his cardigan off. It was real Mr. Darcy stuff. First of all, he pushed a picture of a post-operative cow through her letterbox. Then he cornered her in the pub and told her how the village is a hotbed of incest with absolutely everyone related to everyone else. Then he met her on the road. There was a loud ping and her diaphragm snapped. Joy's <laughs> big end had gone. It's a long time since a woman has pinged anything for Tony and he was a bit nonplussed. Joy didn't shout at him, offer him soup or say, oh, for goodness sake, Tony. So he had no idea what to do. It's all worth it, though, in my eyes, broken wedding vows or not, as it will really, really annoy Helen. A Beechwood bunk up is heading Tony's way. And I, for one, cannot wait to find out if he has it in him to float her lantern. The end. Very good. It, I'm really sorry I got distracted halfway through. <laughs> Listen, mate, I'm, listening, I'm, I'm used to Royfield. Royfield. I swear to God, Royfield just wanders off and repapered rooms while I'm doing the monologue. Quite often you, know. you will hear some typing in a time yeah. <laughs> while somebody is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse when you realise you've lost your only audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm only talking to one sodden person and never made her be bothered to listen. But it was genuinely funny. <laughs> Even twice. Even let's, twice. Make it, let's make it clear. Harriet yes. and I recorded this at the start of the week. When we were all fresh and slightly less hysterical with tiredness than we are now. (laughs) And then Zencaster said, sorry, chaps, funny face emoji. We've lost your recording and all the audio is gone. Um, So we have had to record the whole thing all over again. But I thought it was just as funny second time round. Did you really? Well, I genuinely good. did. Instead, the trouble is I knew that which jokes were coming, so I laughed in the wrong places. I laughed before the punchline. <laughs> it's funny because everybody laughed. Love, I don't care. Everybody Everything. listening will have been laughing so loudly they won't have even heard me typing halfway through. <laughs> Unwrapping barley sugars. I'm just going to get back into my computer. Is that all right? Okay. Okay. Don't listen to my password. Done it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What's your mother's maiden name? Not telling. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Good. (laughs) Do I say something now? Um, I think, well, do you want to go on to the caller in us? Because as we've done this, yes, let's go straight on to the caller in us because they said last time, we said lots of things, and then they went on to say it much better than we yes. did. So the problem, oh, yes. Yes, yes last time it, it was really? quite a long recording, wasn't it? <laughs> much it was better for everybody me. else that it's uh, yeah. that we're doing it yeah. again <laughs> with less energy. <laughs> okay, so we do the Linda phone first. Mm-hmm. Hello, Ambridge three nine six two. And now we have Babs and Trevor as our first caller in us. Hi, Royfield, Lucy, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. 
This is Babs and Trev, first time caller in us. So we're back from Birmingham Dumpty Dum Live and we want to give a shout out to new friends and fellow caller in virgins. Jane, Just Jess and Dorothy from Dorset, Adam from Lincoln and Janie from Macclesfield. In terms of timelines, growing up in Huddersfield, my dad, who was from St. Lucia, used to cook us a Sunday fry up after church with the arches on in the background. So I grew up with it. And I can clearly remember old Walter Gabriel uh, starting each hour-long omnibus with a cheery, hello, me old pal, me old beauty, or something similar, and then giving us a um, story-so-far type monologue. My dad also cooked the fry up on Sundays. He was from Manchester, um, but Radio 2 was on. In fact, I was a Kiss FM listener when I started seeing you, Trev, and you used to retune my radio on Sunday mornings. Oh, that was nearly 30 years ago. <laughs> February 1991, actually. Uh, but I guess I started listening properly in the early two th- 2000s, so I'm a Nola Tandu. Okay. Well, some comments on recent Ambridge goings-on. Um, I was expecting a lot more from the Yakult Aldridge dinner party, though I wasn't surprised how quickly Yakult put Xander to sleep. He has that effect on me too. <laughs> I had a cider in a mug at the meetup in honour of Joe, uh, and this was to make up for the really bad send off. Don't even get me started on the whole tea room for a wake idea. Yeah. I was so pissed off with that. <laughs> well, guys, uh, that's all from us. And we promise to call again, even if we've nothing to say. Keep up the good work. Love and hugs to all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm assuming, Trevor, that retuning her radio on a Sunday morning isn't a euphemism, but it could well be. <laughs> oh, they were lovely. <laughs> yeah. You're very, you're very brave to come to your first ever meetup and then be caller in as immediately. Yeah, That's very, very but impressive. they should have a regular slot. They should. <laughs> the Babs and Trev hour. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd listen. I think everybody was really disappointed with the... Oh, they, they were going to say with the Dumpty with the Dumpty live. <laughs> No, I meant. I think everybody was disappointed with the with the Joe oh, send off was... and that silly business in the tea room and all well, that. And it was so disjointed and mm, um, yes. nothing made sense. And yeah. it was like they'd either yeah, but it was like they'd either cut lots of bits mm. out because I kept thinking, did I did I miss an episode? And you know, it just it just didn't really. Um, yeah, it was, wasn't, I think, and it wasn't I honestly poignant. Think, and it's, it's, it's what Angela said as well at the at the Dumpty Dum Live. She said, because we didn't hear Alan, we didn't hear any bit oh, of the service. Yeah. It was like we heard the beginning and the end, but there was no middle. So we didn't feel like anything had actually happened. Yes, because you always hear, they always sort of yeah. go like realistic, don't they? For, yes. for, 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 yeah. for poignant bits. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just. Singing. And you hear the old feet shuffling in the church. Yeah, and, the, and, they, uh, and the then Jazza does a song, or you know, it was. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this wasn't quite right, really, was it? No, no, it really wasn't. Really wasn't. Um, oh, now we are moving on to Angela Barnes's crush, Christopher the Crush. Ooh. It's Christopher here. Ooh, yeah. I felt I, I must congratulate <laughs> you on the the Dumpty Dum Live episode, which was a triumph. Um, and it sounded like um, a great piss up. So, um, <laughs> so well done. I'm an I'm an old guy now, so it was um, it was wonderful to be the object of Angela's lustings, <laughs> <laughs> entirely innocent though they may have been. 
I feel compelled to reassure Royfield with regard to his accent as well. And I, I pop down to Birmingham from time to time and um, feel the accent to be sexy in the extreme. Anyway, I don't have a strong <laughs> view that, on the hangover cure storyline one way or the other. Um, it's, it's just a bit of fun. Um, however, what I do care about is is ropey drunk acting. Mm. Um, yeah. And and if they're going to carry on with this storyline, then with the exception of Jazzer, uh, the, the cast are really going to have to pull their socks up. Um, I was never much of an actor, um, but we were always taught that if you if you want to act drunk, try and act as if you're not drunk. If that makes any sense, mm. um, less is is definitely more. Um, there's ju- I've just got time for for a for a joke. Um, which I felt might be apt, so bear with me. Um, did you hear about the farmer who died? There was a big turn up at his funeral. <laughs> <Cheerio. laughs> that made me laugh. He he must be an actor, Christopher. He must. Well, he is Billy Connolly. We said this. He is, <laughs> isn't he? He did. But now I have just clicked that he must be an actor. Yeah. I was thinking, surely I've heard him on Poetry, Please. Or, you know, <laughs> that's such a beautiful oh, voice. darling, we've all been on Poetry, Please. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I haven't, probably enough. <laughs> I remember writing that's to them. were probably in Doctors, that's why. <laughs> If you're not on poetry, please, not you're either on casualty or doctor. Uh, yeah, what a, what a, I can see why um, Angela's in love with him. Yes. Um, Super. Did you have to do drunk acting? Yes, yes. We had to do, like, uh, at least one. I think there, no, I think there was, uh, there was an afternoon which was dedicated to drunk acting at drama school. And I remember now because we just sort of sat around in a circle and then every, everybody just had to get up and do their drunk acting and then oh be marked God. on it. <laughs> but, they, but they said to us, it was exactly that. It's in, it's in all the acting books. You have to, um, you just have to, you have to, I guess if you're drunk, you're trying so hard to appear sober mm. that you, that you don't, that you, that you act sober rather than drunk. And so, you, you just oh look, sorry, I've, I've locked myself out again. <laughs> How do I stop doing that? I don't know. Well, um, can I click back in? Screen? Yeah, on. one sec. Okay, I, I just need to keep pressing my screen. To stop me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, so you every, move your mouth around or something. Yeah. <laughs> every drama school does it. It's uh, oh. yeah. It's it's obligatory. You have to do drunk acting. But uh, yes, the yeah, the the drunk acting was all right, wasn't it? Well, you the, thought Johnny's, you thought Johnny's drunk. It was great. Was yeah, thought he was really believable. But, but li- you didn't like Will's crying. Oh god, I, I just found I found who was who was saying just a minute ago? Was it was it you? No, that me, Mia and Will. I found in that the, in the monologue that bit that scene. Yeah, yeah, I just found it really awkward when he su- mm. suddenly broke down from. It was it was just a bit fake, wasn't it? And mm. and so that and then and I don't I've never really I've never really felt that they are a proper sort of father daughter. I've always mm. felt the relationships oh, it's a bit sort of strained and awkward mm. and 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 Mia I don't know like how old is she supposed to be? Is she she fifteen? She started 15, her period. She's fifteen, isn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. fifteen. Because... But sometimes she's fifteen, going on about forty one. And yeah. other times she's 15, in the way that people speak to her. Sometimes yeah. I think they forget how old she is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just think... Well, yeah. it's like when Will Don't said get to Will Poppy, to be crying. 
Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. When when Will said to Poppy, come on, I'll race you home. <laughs> and then, so I thought, well, that's nice. And he's got the little one. So now um, Mia can have some more adult time. And she's running up and down a bridge throwing twigs in. And, well, you know, exactly. and I think well, there's nothing, you know, we've all played two sticks if we're sort of middle class and idiotic. So there's nothing wrong with it. But, you know, it was the way it was just so uh, sort of like laboured, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. It was sort of yes. like, come yeah. on, sweetheart, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was like... It was just and then all the British with the chopper and her period, oh, and I thought, God. do we need? To, you know, oh. I don't. I don't literally need to know the ins and outs of the characters, really. Are you on, Emma? It was like <laughs> <laughs> you look a bit grumpy. Yes, I've got cramps. How about you? Oh, sweetheart, everyone gets cramps. It was just sort of like, oh my god, it's so weird. It's like. Suddenly it goes into being an educational video again, doesn't it? I know. <laughs> but and I mean, maybe... God knows we're not we're not prudish. We're all up for a bit of period chat, if anyone else is. But you know, it's just it's this it's just... Where, where is this going? What is so, the point of this? So bit? out of context. I know. <laughs> they don't usually comment on, you know, no. people shopping bags. It's like it'd be like Joe Grundy, rest in peace, walking into the bull going, Now then Lillian Bellamy. <laughs> What did we have for your breakfast? You know, it's like, what? <laughs> it is, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Now we have um, Lydia, who is not ridiculous. Hi, Lucy Royfield. Um, congratulations on 300. I think I've listened to all oh. the back episodes now, which maybe wow. makes me wow. a bit obsessive, but I've enjoyed every single one of them. It makes you crack um, <laughs> I've not got a lot to talk about clothes, fashion this week. I'm, I've just listened to would have been Thursday's episode where David is so incensed at the thought of um, Leonard staying over with Jill and helping her get dressed and helping her and everything with, with her arm. And um, I just thought, oh, come on, get a grip. Like, I know it's his mum, but it's really ageist to suggest that someone of her age shouldn't have a partner who might help her with, with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember if she introduced him as a friend or as a boyfriend, but obviously he's more than just a friend. Um, you know, and it's this idea that women, especially when they get older, um, you know, the idea of love and, and sex and stuff just goes out the window, I think is, is ridiculous and really un- unhelpful. Um, you know, if she has a partner, she's a grown woman, that's fine. And I just thought it was very immature, I guess, of David. And I normally think... Um, you know, he's generally quite sensible. Um, yeah, so that surprised me a bit. And I wonder whether, of course, it's more to do with um, him just feeling insecure, little boy kind of anxieties coming out about his mum. Who knows? But I did think that was unfortunate. Um, and I hope that he comes to, you know, realise or admit what's really going on and, and be OK with it. Um, because I think he owes, you know, he owes his mum that really. Uh, that's it. Um Thanks and congratulations again. Speak soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Lydia. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. I am 300 years old. Thank you very much. Amazing. Totally, totally amazing. I can't believe um, you've, you've done 300. God, Lucy. That's a lot of your life you won't now. get back. <laughs> because it was supposed to be oh, yeah. one. And this isn't... <laughs> How many um, re-records? Yeah, sorry. Oh, um, God. Oh. Lydia, I think you are spot on. But also, I think, I think that if if Jill said, 
I love Leonard and Leonard loves me, everyone would go, oh, if she said, I want Leonard to stay over, that is where the problem lies because it's sex. Mm. But it is they also... They can accept love. They cannot accept it, it's, sex. It's sex with Leonard. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, mm. a bit, it's hard to imagine, isn't it? Because you, you say tried? love... <laughs> Why would you try? Because <laughs> I like to imagine with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. But no, but <laughs> because he's so sweet and cosy and does his little all the time. And <laughs> Maybe he does that a lot in the sex. Exactly. Can you imagine? You, I know what his sex noises are because I've heard them. <laughs> but we know what Neil's are as well, don't we? Exactly. You know, Neil does all that. <clears throat> you know who else does weird sex noises? Robert Lillian. Snell. Oh, Robert. Oh, God, he does. <laughs> you know, when he goes, when Russ said to him, so what did you think of my ridiculously pretentious cut up Christmas robins all over the walls? He went, wow. <laughs> Yes, he did. And it's like he's going up and down a scale. He he's going did. up and down the octave. And you think, what are you doing, Robert? Um, but no, yeah, you're right, you're right. It would be too, um, yes, it, it sort of, everybody would be disgusted, wouldn't they? If they said we... But the way David reacted to him staying the night. But I think, I, 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 I mean, I know David's being a sport brat, but I, I think it's not just jealousy of, you know, the Oedipus thing. I think it's also because... I think he. I think it's um, having someone encroaching on in his mm. territory. Maybe mm-hmm. if Jill and Leonard went and and uh, you know lived in a hotel for a bit, it would be different. Mm. I think it's just also because he did say, you know, you can't, um, you know, Leonard's here all day, and I can't just come mm. in and and um, take my slippers off or whatever. He's, I, I don't really. I don't see why not. But um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Leonard wouldn't mind. Off, maybe, but he's his pajamas off to give them to Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think. I think that's also part of it. It's just the intrusion. Yeah. It's the family. The family was all set up and done, and and yeah. then suddenly you've got a trespasser, and that makes people feel weird, doesn't it? It's change. And it's, it's so weird because the whole storyline with David for so many years was David was. It sounds hilarious now. David was the free, was the the forward thinker with his dad, oh, and his yeah. dad was the reactionary. And now, if there's any form of change, like you know, um, Toby Fairbrother, rewilding, like, pregnant, like rewilding, like this. David's like, what? What is it new? No, I don't like it. Go back to how it was. La 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 la. I can't hear you. You know, it's just he's he's suddenly got a quite a. Uh, well, he's very patriarchal as well, mentality. isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he's the head of the household and the head of the family, isn't he? I suppose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now Leonard, who's oh, I love Leonard though. I mean, you know, yeah, I love Leonard. Well, I think it's partly because he's on that lovely um, Tom Tom Rigglesworth show. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's kind of we've got this image of yeah. him. He's like a grey cardigan yeah. in in, in it's just, brought to life, it's, isn't he? It's he's an, an animated grey cardigan. Adorable voice, isn't yeah. it? You just yeah. yeah, designed to make you love him. Yeah. Yeah. And when he's going on about the topping and he went, ooh. And he's kind of like a ooh, you know, he has a little frisson of ooh. What's a topping? Shagging. Don't you know that either? No. <laughs> It's when topping. mating. It's when the it's when oh. they let the rams in with the ewes. Oh, I didn't know that. God, <laughs> it sounded like Tracy Oribin then. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
<laughs> oh, I'm going to use mm. it. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> While you're making your sex noises and imagining what sort of character. Tap me, darling. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, well, 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 anyway, it's, it, quickly. it's anyway. quite. <laughs> <we're> going, <laughs> we're more tired than before. Yes, clearly more. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is. Uh, David is being a, a plonker for a change. Mm. Yes. Well, he's so, yeah. He's just being very spoiled brat, isn't he? He's spoiled, spoiled brat. and he's just—he's not seeing his mother as a person. As a as a as a rounded woman, he's seeing her as my mother. And I suppose as well, the trouble with Leonard muscling in as he sees it is that uh, obviously Jill does everything and is their unpaid yeah. housekeeper. If she's suddenly yeah. going to go off and want a new life with yeah. Leonard, who's going to do David's pants yeah. in the laundry? Yeah, yeah. Especially as you know, as it, I said, it, Ruth's moved out. It, well, no one else seems <laughs> to be there. David's rattling around on his own with his mum. <laughs> Do you know what I wondered? What? Do you think Ruth is um, Joy? What? Because <laughs> they're both here. <laughs> it's like she's gone from David to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Come and have a fiddle with me, Madge. I wonder if um, <laughs> I wondered if it's just Ruth. Trying out a new voice, or maybe they haven't got room for two um, northeastern voices in the yes, cast. We can't, we're so stupid that we wouldn't be able to tell them apart. <laughs> it's like if there was another Scottish person, Jazzy would have yes, to die. But you could have as many RPs as you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, you can tell the difference between we, the Fair Brothers and have... Alistair and yeah. and the other Fair really. Brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Yes. So. We've already got a regional. We're not having another one. Thank you. No, Ruth has probably gone off to do her Women's Hour um, documentaries. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's She's solving the crisis in the Middle East. <laughs> so we've got Joy Horville instead. I'm loving Joy. <laughs> I'm not going to do. No. I'm not going to do Joy because you do Joy so well. <laughs> I don't. I, I've realised who I do is I do that comedian, the Northeast comedian. Sarah American. Sarah Kitten, yeah. the, and it's really oh, hard yes. not to do it without like going really high. I know. Because <laughs> she speaks really high. <laughs> Whereas Joy is a little bit, a little bit more, a, a little bit softer, I'd say. Yes. But uh, <laughs> no, I loved your Joy. I love the way that they have moved Joy on so that we've gone from who is this irritating yeah. woman to actually thinking, Actually, she's not that bad. No, she's got depth in it. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I really lo- I, I, I loved her even when she was annoying because I, I, I just was so thankful. I love the characters like Joy and Vicky and, you know, the larger than life sort of yeah. motherly hens. And the fact that she's um, going to spice things up with Tony is just brilliant. Oh, I think it's, whoever came up with that needs a knighthood. <laughs> The wise Sir Kerry Davis. Yes. I don't know if it was him or not. <laughs> but I was that. It, 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 yeah, it, it's it's brilliant. 
I'm so happy that that is hopefully going to happen. <laughs> I know, and no one saw that coming because we're all looking no. in the wrong direction, aren't we? Exactly. Thinking about who Alice is going to get off with. And meanwhile, Tony <laughs> is quietly getting under Joe's <laughs> bonnet. So there we go. Yes. <laughs> that whole, I loved that episode when there was all that innuendo in the, um, you know, with Madge and the, and the tinkering and the, um, <laughs> and the diaphragm, as you pointed out. It was set, the whole scene was complete innuendo, I thought. <laughs> and Tony is just so oblivious to everything, yes. isn't he? Yes, oh, he is. So literally. irritating. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing. That's joy to me. Joy is the best thing that's happened to the Archers in a very long time. Really? Yes, absolutely. When I heard it for the first, I was just so happy because. Because that's what that's the archers. It's like Corrie, you know, like Corrie yeah. and Corrie without the. Although they're sort of annoying, they are funny characters, and I, I'm yeah. sure they're going to really, you know, make like the Maury Lippman character yeah, on Corrie exactly. and all that stuff. Yeah. And you know, when you give that character genuinely funny lines, which hopefully they will yeah. do, she's going to become a real star. I think. Yeah. You know, and yeah, well, we both laughed, didn't we, when when she said about um, doing the karaoke, and she said. <laughs> Oh, well, what else? She's like, oh, Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> There's something quite sad. There was something sort of um, pathetic in its true sense of the word about her being so keyed up that Rochelle and the kiddies were coming <laughs> and then they didn't come. Yes, exactly. And she's on her own in the pub, you know. Oh. Oh, it's heart- texting it's them. She's obviously just had the message saying, no, we're not coming. Oh, it's heartbreaking. And she's mm. too proud and, you know, protective yeah. of them to say they're not yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. It's really lovely. Because clearly Rochelle is a right cow, isn't she? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, so now we've shifted. We're all geared up to hate Rochelle now. <laughs> we never contend unless we've got someone to win. You've got to have someone to hate. But... <laughs> um, Shall we have yes. Michelle now? Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> yes, Michelle. Yes. Hello, Royfield, Lucy, and the Dumpty Dum extended family. I'm Small Smiley, Mishi Moo, <laughs> also known as Michelle in real life. I live in the northeast of England, ah. recently relocated here, as you can tell, not from the northeast. I had to call in. I have been listening to Dumpty Dum from almost the start. And it's got me through a really big set of changes in my life. Um, But Royfield mentioned me last week and I squealed when I was listening to the 300th episode as I was mentioned. I was the person that sent in the picture of my interpretation of Tracy Horobin and Oliver of Barbara Windsor holding her breasticles with Sid James. And Lucy then said that she has that picture in her bathroom. Uh, being the sad person that I am, Lucy is the best friend I would always like to meet and yet haven't. And that makes me sound like a stalker, which really I'm not. I'm perfectly, well, abnormal, but there we go. My vintage is, I would say it's George because I remember Emma, Will and Ed's love triangle very clearly. And I think that was when I really started listening for myself. My mum, however, 
listen to The Archers because it was on before play for today on Radio 4 when I was growing up. <laughs> so that's how I've re- come to know um, The Archers. <laughs> I absolutely love your podcast. As I said, it's got me through some really dark times in the last five years. Mm. And um, I just want to thank you for it. I gutted I didn't get to the Birmingham meetup, but hopefully going to get to the Newcastle one. Anyway, lovely to hear from you. Well, hear my name and say hello to you all. Hope to call in again. Oh, that's so nice. And I don't care if you are are a stalker. I am pathetically grateful for any attention. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Psychotic or not, I'll take it. It's fine. And Enjoy your not, Michelle. <laughs> and maybe Michelle knows Rochelle because she's from the northeast. Maybe she's living in the northeast. Hmm. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's not real, so she won't. <laughs> not no. There is that. Um, and uh, uh, Michelle, you did marvelously and followed all Royfield's complex instructions for uh, being a first-time caller in a row, and um, said everything. So it's yeah, very, very good, very, very good. You, we will hold you up as the standard for all new caller in Apart from, I don't think you told us what you did. Oh, do you have to do that? Yes, oh. according to Royfield, honestly. Uh, but then that's the two minutes gone because oh, I set yeah. the two two minute limit. And Royfield told them there's so many things they've got to say that by the time they've said all that, they haven't said anything about archers. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't. What did Michelle say about, about the archers? So anyway, what I wanted to say was beep, and that's it. They're gone. Ah. Michelle's, uh, a, Michelle's a, a, a George, you know, she? spoiled, spoiled uh, Georgie. You know, when, Georgie, he, when he appeared, yeah. as uh, he didn't have a voice oh, then, did he? No. He's, a, no. he's a teenager now, isn't he? Georgie. Yeah, so he'll he'll no doubt appear with a oh. cockroach accent yes. or something. No, he'll, he'll be happy. They'll get him from Rada, <laughs> <laughs> so he won't have an accent. <laughs> he'll well, his dad's his dad's from Oxfordshire. His ah. mum was from Birmingham. Ah. Was she Birmingham? No, she wasn't. Was she? Oh no, Emma is in reality. You mean real life or pretend no, life? Emma, no, Emma. Well, what's Emma's accent then? She's sort it's kind of it's Clary, isn't it? Which is which Midlands. is Oxfordshire. Yeah, sort of just I, I think yeah. sort of just whatever. It's just what Susan does, isn't it? It's just yeah. basically Susan. Because I remember when she yeah. was talking about how she took it over yeah. from uh, you know the film star, yeah. and uh, and she just copied Susan. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, I said Clary, didn't I? I didn't mean Clary. Yeah. yeah. Just you, just yeah, just do a lot of sighing. Susan hasn't been on it for yonks, has she? Oh, where are they? Well, Clary's back. Oh, no, she, well, she was on, wasn't she, when she made up with Clary? Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yes. Didn't like that. That was really annoying. I, no, I'm I don't. genuinely upset. Um, yes. But, but yeah. No, I she don't like it when there is a disturbance in the force no. and a rift <laughs> between people that I like being friends. Exactly. You know, I mean? you know yes. people that you genuinely care about on the show. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are so many that you genuinely don't give a shit about. But... Yeah, like Susan and Neil. I don't like it when Susan and Neil no, row. I don't no. like it when Susan and Clary row. No, but I'm desperate for Pat and Tony to row over joy. It's going to be brilliant. Do you remember when Tony moved into the caravan for a bit? Tony? Yeah. Tony? He moved into a caravan? Did he? I don't remember there that. Was, there was a... When she had um, an affair with... um, uh, What was that lady that came to stay and was weird? She didn't have an affair with Olwyn. <laughs> she nearly... She basically did. Harriet, you... Are, <laughs> <laughs> 
you, you, I would suggest bromide because you clearly need something. You've imagined everyone's sex noises. You've imagined who you'd sleep with. And now you're imagining lesbian affairs between Pat and a woman who lives in a car. Um, <laughs> no, it was years and years and years ago. They had a massive row about something and Pat kicked Tony out and he went and moved into the caravan. Oh, gosh. I don't remember that. Which had presumably only just dried out from... Um, <laughs> what's his name and Sharon in there <laughs> oh god that rings yeah. oh it's sort of yeah. it's coming back yeah yeah oh I was probably yeah. like doing other things like going out back then so I probably only heard one one in every five episodes are you saying I wasn't <laughs> going out because you'd be absolutely right just, I wasn't I'm just no. a tiny bit younger than you Lucy oh shut your face <laughs> <laughs> um anyway <laughs> Oh, yes, Michelle's really lovely. She is. Um, shall we play New York Nigel now? Yeah. Hello, Dumpty Dummers everywhere. It's New York Nigel calling in just to make sure you Hello. got my little congratulatory message from last week. I'm not sure you pressed my little button, but <laughs> I, I wanted to wish <laughs> you a very happy 300th and congratulate you all on a great live show last week. It was such fun to hear you all in a town hall I know so well from when I lived in Birmingham. I would love to have been there. And I'd like to say that the podcast has matured over the years since I first listened, called in in the 40s. No, not the 1940s, the, the dumpty-dum 40s, but maybe matured might be a dodgy word to use for a bunch of reasons. Anyway, <laughs> I was so touched to have been nominated for Caller Inera after being so derelict over the past year. I'm looking forward to Jim reading us some spooky stories for Christmas. And I've mm. got lots to say about St. Shula of the high-waisted stirrup leggings and <laughs> the upcoming ordination pro <laughs> the, the process. Uh, and while we're all thinking about how we might be forced to like joy, you know, Mrs. Antrobus and the Snells come to mm. mind in the past, I think we're in for a bit of a stealth job on the likability of Alf. Where's he been exactly, apart from a brief spell in prison? And if he's going to become a fixture, I need a bit more background of where he's been and what he's been doing since the 1970s or whenever it was. So much to talk about until your 400th episode <laughs> and signing off with oh thanks and mm -hmm. looking forward to the next hundreds. <laughs> Bye now. Yay. <laughs> is he took when he says high waisted leggings? Does he mean jeggings? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, might do. Well, jeggings are jeans, jean leggings, denim oh, leggings. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I thought they were jodper leggings. Oh, does it come from jodper, not jean? The j? I don't know. Oh no, I thought they were. I thought they were sort of denim looking leggings. Oh. I mean, oh. I don't. Oh, I thought they were jogging jogger jogger leggings. Oh, <laughs> jogger leggings. <laughs> I, well, I, I, um, <laughs> I, um, I can just imagine. No, I don't want to imagine Sheila in them actually. Um, no, <laughs> although I, no. I bet she's got good legs because of all that bouncing around on horses. Exactly, and, and sort of, and yes. she's sort of she because she's such a such a like a hearty woman, you know. Yes. And hearty women, do they have generally good legs? Some they did, yes, the rest of them's gone to pot a bit, but the <laughs> yes. legs are usually and they good. Always have because I'm always striding around in the garden, yeah. and yes, and walking the dog, being energetic. Yes, walking the dog and um, bending down and picking things up off the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, now, I had something else fascinating to say about New York Nigel, and it's gone completely out of my head because now I'm wondering why hearty women have good legs. Okay. Was it that <laughs> you want to push his button? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> New York Nigel, as if we would ever forget to push your little button. Although, <laughs> and we did at Birmingham Life. I need to focus. That we're... That we're um, that we're being forced to like Joy against our will, like Mrs. Antrobus and Linda Snell. And although it did take us 20 years to get to like Linda Well, Snell, that's the thing. Characters like that, it, it it takes a long time, doesn't it? Because they do come in. Two hours, because you just went, oh, yeah. she's going to buy No, because I knew she was going to be comedy gold with the right writing. Uh, you know, I okay. think she's, I think she's, I, I love her already. But, but it, but it does take, um, because she's a sort of, you know, big character, um, mm. you know, it takes a while, doesn't it, for everybody to sort of like her, I suppose. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I, um, I agree about Alf and I wish he'd go away. I don't know. Like he him. has gone away now, hasn't he? Hasn't I he been? Not say that because this oh. is last. Oh, God. Oh, so hard to keep up. So I feel like we're about three weeks on from where we were I know. To be recording it from. Is it still 2019? <laughs> What's happening? Who are you? <laughs> um, but I've never heard him before, I don't think. I, I didn't really. I knew he you didn't hear him when he came back with when Georgie when when he oh yeah somehow we all got we all we all thought oh, that Georgie had nixed the church money right. and it wasn't him. It was oh, Alf. that's God! I didn't even go. My brain didn't even associate the two. That's how forgettable he is. <laughs> but we don't know anything really about apart from he's a wrong one. Yeah. That's all we know about him. Yeah, isn't it? He's yeah. quite one dimensional. He's he is one dimensional, and yeah, yeah. I'm 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 over him. Okay. You're all over Alf. All over noises for Alf. <laughs> right, let's have Zoe now. Hi, um, my name is Zoe. I'm a first-time caller in I live up on the Wirral um, and I work as a paramedic, um, although I've been on mat leave forever, it feels. Um, I moved over here from Ireland, from Dublin, um, 10 years ago, and I've been listening to the archers pretty much ever since I moved over. Although... Looking at the timeline, the first storyline I remember was Elizabeth in hospital with her cardiac condition. So I think that was about eight years ago because it says on the timeline and 10 years ago was when David died. And I don't remember that. So I must have been listening to about eight years. Um, I'm ringing in this week um, for the first time. I finally got my courage up. Um, so sorry if I sound like a, a rambling mess. Um, I thought this week, I've just listened to the omnibus and I just thought it was like listening to a pantomime. It was really odd. And I just wondered if anybody mm. else thought yeah. it was as just weird. Yeah. Um, with, with Freddie and his arse kissing of his auntie yeah, Sheila, yeah. it was painful. I just was, mm. I, made me little vomit in my mouth. <laughs> um, and then going the, the Grundy's going to the drag show, Eddie's the drag show. It's, it was a, it was like listening to a sitcom, um, <laughs> and then listening to Carmen when they met the older Carmen mm. and her sniffing. Mm. So I'm not sure if she was um, had a, just a bad cold or she had a bit of a, a coke <laughs> habit. Um, it was all a bit odd. Um, and then the um, Kate and Yakult storyline, um, yeah. I found very odd. They um, his character just took a complete 180 degree turn from being 
very sort of down the line, straight talking. And then he was just a blubbering idiot, a bit like, a bit like me. Mm. Um, when he was telling her, Kate, how much he liked her, it was, it, was, it was painful to listen to. And then when it turned around then at the dinner, and then he was back to his normal self. And the yeah. family all mm. thought he was great because he could get the child to sleep. Um, it was a, yeah, it was, it was very strange. Yeah. What I did really enjoy was the um, the ghost story in the bird hut. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I found it funny and it gave me a real case of the willy <laughs> as well. All the hairs went up on my arms and I just thought it was really, it was, but I thought it was really funny as well. Um, and also, just to throw a little other spanner in the works, the Helen and Toby chat. I might be just clutching at straws here or hearing things I probably shouldn't hear, but were they flirting? Are there a bit of flirting yeah. going on? Um, are they a new love interest? Is that what he needs? Anyway, I don't know. It was, yeah, as I said, it was a very strange episode. Um, a strange omnibus, but it was it was fun. Um, I will um, see you all on Saturday. Um, I'm very excited. Oh, she's very excited. excited. She's passed out oh. at the mic. Where's she going on Saturday? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll never, never know. know. Oh. Well, maybe she'll come back and tell us. Maybe we're supposed to be there. Going <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be anxious now. Be such a lot when you get text messages that people go, oh. "Are you really here?" And you're like, "Oh, what? oh god, oh." It's like, it's like, it was like if my agent calls me in in the morning, I think, "Oh god, I'm supposed to be somewhere." Because it's happened, it's happened twice before. I just didn't realise I had a job. Oh, it's, just, it's the most you know that horrible feeling. Yeah. Oh god, it's horrible. But yeah. um. It's like a sticky feeling. Now, now I'm worried I'm supposed to be somewhere on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and also, is that this Saturday or last Saturday? I don't know what the oh, day is now because we're, we're a week oh, ahead. Well, anyway. Because we've been recording this for several decades now. <laughs> no longer know. Um, I quite like the fact that we've got a paramedic listening. Oh, yes. Well, I think paramedic sounds so much more glamorous than doctor. It sounds like they, they can fly. Are. Well, they are more glamorous, aren't they? Because they are on the scene in, you yes. know, they are the first person in an emergency. I yes. mean, so they are literally life and death, aren't they? Yes. Whereas a I doctor like... will always see you a bit later. <laughs> when, no- when nothing really matters. <laughs> the receptionist and everything else, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought as well there was a little bit of flirty-flirty oh. between Helen and Toby. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't really get it. I I didn't really understand the whole. I didn't. I didn't really understand that whole bit anyway. But I didn't. Oh, I it, That's really interesting, isn't it? But oh, I. I mean, apart from Lee with the white trainers and the karate, <laughs> he was the only person I believed in, even yeah. slightly, that Helen could reasonably go out with. Yeah. Because he was very mild, and yeah, she could. Yeah, she couldn't go out she with Toby. Is so messed up. I just cannot. Yeah, s- you're right. S- I can't. Anybody who's kind of got a streak of vulnerability, vulnerability or who isn't perfect, or who isn't, you know, he he would be all about clean eating and blah 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 blah, wouldn't he? Her her and potential it- boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Lee, Lee. Oh, Lee. Lee. Oh, right. Yes. He'll be, you know. Like, as in control. Every other hour and, yeah, 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 definitely. No, but also yeah. he was kind and and gentle yeah. and, and therefore would have been, would have treated her beautifully. Yeah. Yes. Whereas um, 
Toby. Toby, oh, no. no. You have real kind of, you need to be really laid back to, to also to Helen, to Helen's not fun enough for Toby is she I mean no. I can't really see no. what he would massively see in her no because well like we were saying weren't we that she I either sounds Pip's no fun either no god <laughs> but Helen either sounds like a really immature 19 year old or a world weary postmenopausal woman you know this kind of <laughs> There's no Mostly parade, the whatever that is. There's kind of <laughs> yeah. She's far too earnest, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, she's Hermione Granger, but, but kind of in a tabard. She a, is in a, overall, doing cheese, yeah. magicking her cheese. Well, she, although she's going to basically turn into um, Dragon's Den, isn't she? <laughs> oh yes, with, with Deborah Levy. <laughs> When she gets her, her <laughs> and she gets her cheese kingdom, and yes. she's going to get, she's going to just turn into a horrible boss, isn't she? Yes. And uh, expand yes. it because you know Tyrrell's is a farm, isn't it? Was a farm, and I've heard, Chris, yeah, mean? yes, and now it's a and massive Rachel, corporation. Yeah, well, so, somebody emailed us and said that Rachel's. Let me find the email. Like Rachel's Dairy, yeah. you've got an idea, you know, that it's 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 big brand. Ladies in hair nets, kind of um, popping yeah. things in a Jersey cows mooing in the background, and it's a massive factory um, because they bought it out. Now uh-huh. here we go. This is from Welsh Witch, who said, uh-huh. um, "I know Helen, and I know <clears throat> the Helen and her Borsetshire Blue story going national is a bit daft, but there are parallels in real life. Rachel's yogurts, other yogurts are available." started off in similar circumstances i'm just wondering if this is the start of a struggle between helen and tom and natasha at the moment uh, they've all bumped along with their own projects but it would upset the status quo if helen's side started becoming more successful yes really and would. she also goes on to say also wouldn't it have been more logical for tony to have had harrison present when the alleged journalist arrived at peggy's <laughs> if it was a potential con artist surely a pay-as-you-go phone would have been used yeah that was one of the most <laughs> Tony left that message. Oh, you're a naughty person. You come around here and I'll I'll get joy on you. It was just, just so pathetic, wasn't it? Leave my mummy alone. Yes. He was, was practising, wasn't he, for when he's next with joy. Yes. <laughs> They're turning him into a hero. Oh, it was just yeah. it was just really stupid. <laughs> silly, silly Tony. Yeah, because you're you're not supposed to. Also, with scammers, you're. It's like you know, like when you get a scam email, you must never reply. Because I remember, like once I replied, which what I thought was a very clever, funny email. (laughs) You know, and then my friend was like, "Yeah, but you're not supposed to reply because then now they know that you are a genuine email address. (laughs) They're just going to milk you." (laughs) Yes, I am a bot. I am a sarcasm bot. Hilarious sarcasm bot. (laughs) Calling yourself a bot, Lucy. (laughs) I do like those people who, you know, the, the the people that try and tell you that they want to pass on their you know great grandfather's 27 million savings into your bank account and could you please do this that and the other yeah. and, everything. and the people that engage with them and keep it going 
yes. for ages start getting them to send photographs <laughs> I kind of I really admire that but also I think who's got that time really you know but that's the thing I keep up with the legitimate emails I get there's no way I can start you're, yeah, unless you're, like you're, unless you're like Joe Lysett and then you basically make a career out of it <laughs> But also, no, no one can be as funny as him. No. <laughs> I do like it, though. I kind of, I really, I, I, I really admire them doing it. Yeah, no, yeah. Me, I get frightened to go ah and delete. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> that's because I haven't got big brave Tony. <laughs> oh, oh, you need Tony right by <laughs> your side. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna turn into Vicky, <laughs> isn't she? <laughs> it's the sounds that you're going to make. <laughs> oh, God, right. Uh, old Grey Whiskers now, and then with a spoon. Hello, you two, and all you <laughs> others out there. Tis Old Grey Whiskers speaking. No, I'm sorry I ain't been in touch recent, but I've been having problems with that there speak pipe, what you might call it. Because often when I tries to turn it on, it says I has to be on safari. Well, I ain't going to bloody Africa just to talk to a bloke in Canada. <laughs> and Mrs. Grey Whiskers, she say, I'm a daft apress and it means I've got to be on the internet. Well, speak pipe, how the hell do you think I found your button on my phone in the first place if I weren't on the bloody internet? <laughs> Anyways, what I really called about is I want to say how much fun I had in Brummagem Village Hall. Just <laughs> a big place, isn't it? But there was some lovely bunting on the stage. Anyway, I wore me best togs because I know how much that Tracy Orobin likes toffs. <laughs> but she didn't speak to I, though, because she probably thought I were the ghost of gay, gay grables. <laughs> now, everybody out there, if you like these here shows, I just want to say you really ought to pay for them on Patreon. Tis yes. a bit like your TV license. You know, what foreigners is amazed as what we have to have a license to watch TV, they says. Anyway, without your licence money, there wouldn't be a BBC, and then there wouldn't be no archers, and then there wouldn't be no Dumpty Dump to talk about it. <laughs> so you just all get on to Patreon, pay your dues, because if you don't, us won't have enough money to ship that Royfield back where he belongs. Well, <laughs> bye for now. Where does Royfield belong? Is Royfield, <laughs> is Royfield waiting for us or crowdfunded play actually <laughs> today. Yeah, no. It's like, hurry up, we've left the kettle on. Did Let you just back. buy him a one-way ticket, Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much, Old Grey Whiskers. He's quite right, you know. Hurry up and, and become Patreons, all of you. Otherwise, we'll send Tony round. Right, <laughs> now, with a spoon. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. Greetings, Lucy, Royfield, Millie Bell, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. It's Witherspoon and Angus Haggis here, drinking some coffee in my new favorite mug. First, hats off to the scriptwriters for a much-improved week of plots and dialogue. There were actually several different points I could pontificate upon today, but I'll stick to a couple. First, a brief word about William. I know everyone wants him to always fall down because he's so dislikable, but I'm heartened that he's exhibiting a gradually increasing dose of humanity and insight. I especially like the scene between him and Mia at Greenwood Cottage. So, Lucy, I hope you gave him a little credit this week, but I'm not <laughs> holding my breath. Yes, Second, no, <laughs> sometimes I just want to shake my head at the reactions of David, who's a decent chap, 
but may be stuck in the Oedipal stage, <laughs> as Ambridge Pony Club noted in a tweet and asked me to expand upon. After all, as in the classic Sophocles play, David's father is dead and he's living with his mother, who does all the cooking and cleaning. We haven't heard much from Ruth lately, have we? Mm. And a few years ago, wasn't David playing with trains like a five-year-old in the midst of the phallic stage of Freud's psychosexual development and visited by the ghost of his father, just to throw in another classic reference? Anyway, much to David's chagrin, another fatherly figure, Leonard, has swooped in and taken all of his mother's attention away from him. According to Freud, David now has unconscious murderous rage toward poor Leonard. And if this were a Greek or Shakespearean tragedy, if I were Lenny, I'd stay out of the barn with David holding a carving knife. (laughs) So co-hosts, much to chat about. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what you said, wasn't it? Did I? It's not just sort of, yeah. (laughs) Yes. One of your more lucid moments. You said it's it's not just about the Oedipal thing it's actually oh you know maybe I said that because I'd already heard with a spoon saying <laughs> <laughs> just copying oh I thought it was yeah. my own genius it's clearly not <laughs> um, I do yeah. think he's but David's good at being annoying controlling I know he, he does it really well as well doesn't he yeah. you know I, I remember like the, I, you know when he sort of went um when Jill said, "Oh, you can, he, he can stay, can he?" You know, there was a, David yeah. really good at, uh, um, yeah. very good at acting, isn't he? <laughs> I'm sure he was in the Crown the other day as the voice, as the as a BBC voice on the radio. Yes, he was. Yes, he was, it was him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. you can just tell. You can tell when yeah. it's him. <laughs> and just in case anyone hasn't already found this out through social media, which you probably have, because I'm always eight years behind the curve. Yeah. Um, the character, the actor that plays Russ. Rass, oh. Rass, as we decided, oh. uh, is playing Prince Andrew oh. on the crown. I just, you told me that and I couldn't yeah. believe it. And then there was your Woking joke. Oh no, you must have yeah. written that after, yeah. But what was the yeah. Pizza Express thing? There was another link. Was there? Uh, Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? No, 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 no. The fact that Rass, Rass really yeah. likes young girls Yes. And, Ooh, I mean, yes. Well, I do. That was somebody who edited that in a tweet of the week. Right. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Then. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Have, um, I, have, I, have I jumped to no, the end no, of the show? No, you're fine. <laughs> Harry. Sorry. <laughs> Just edit it out, Rofeld. <laughs> um, ah, now, there's uh, the one last email from Graham Blair who says, da, 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 I think I've clocked something no one else has. Hooray, finally. I think Joy has been added. Saw Rochelle can join the cast in due course. Rochelle will then be the love interest we have all been waiting for for Jazza. The interactions between Jazza and Joy just made me think this was possible. We'll probably be completely wrong, but it's worth a point. But isn't um, our Hmm. Rochelle, isn't she married? Well, no. Oh, is she not? never mentioned... But I was in my oh, oh no she what she what she is isn't she because she, she has little she kitties because in the beginning that she mentioned Rochelle's husband and they couldn't leave him yeah I'm, I'm sure Rochelle's got a family she's got children yeah but when Kirsty and um um that boyfriend that's <laughs> that I can never <laughs> what's that boyfriend called again I can't remember. 
Philippe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Prince Philip. Oh, I should know. Yeah. Go. Where? <laughs> Philip. When? <laughs> oh, it's Joey again. I'm <laughs> very freaky when you do that with no warning. <laughs> I forget when? about them and then they come back. <laughs> It's been a long time (laughs) since I've revisited Kirsty. She's not. She can't. She can't ever say sausages now. Tom. She can't ever say that. So it's hard to find her. (laughs) Sausages. That's what I used to say to get into her. Sausages, Tom. (laughs) I'm like that dog on that's life. Yeah, sorry. When I forgot, I was going to say when Lexi and Kirsty were talking yeah. about when they first met Joy. Yeah, she was banging on about uh, Rochelle's husband, and she said we can't leave him on his own because they thought she was talking about a dog, and it turned out to be oh. Rochelle's husband <laughs> <laughs> because he tried to cook for himself and nearly killed himself. With you see, there is good. There's excellent value in Joy and her yes, extended yes, family. Yes, yes. That yes. hopefully will actually. Well, I'm hoping that we don't ever meet Rochelle because. I'd love her yeah. to be and sort of like, you know, that that daughter who's always, you know, Joy's always excited yeah. about her coming. And then yeah. once again, a like, um, a like Linda. Like, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, um, uh, oh God. Um, oh, Fraser's, Fraser, uh, oh God, <laughs> Niles Crane's wife, Meris, Meris Crane in Fraser. You never saw her. Yes. It's just eight years. You never saw it. The most you ever saw was a knocking inside a um, flotation tank. That was the closest <laughs> you ever got to her. So everyone had their own idea about what she um, Yes. Right. Now mm-hmm. we have to do some adverts Ooh. and then we are going to have a bit of uh, social media with lovely Millie Bell. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good day, everyone. 
And first of all, I just want to congratulate Yokel Bear, who I thought was fabulous in the Dumpty Dum live recording. I thought everyone was great. I really enjoyed that podcast. But I know how nerve-wracking it is. And um, Yokel Bear can be shy. And I thought he did an awesome job. And I'm glad it was him and not me because he was very, very funny. And uh, I think he deserved to be up there on the stage. So well done. Great job, Yokel Bear. I'm glad you're my team, buddy. And uh, listening to Dumpty Tum live and the discussion about Joy Horville, I thought we needed to have a bit of a chat because whilst I agree that Jacob is socially awkward and that's why he's quiet and that Joy is socially awkward and that's why she talks too much, but I as um, an introvert, I cannot, I can, whilst I can cope with the Jacobs of this world, I can't cope with the Joys. They get in my face and they don't give me space to think. They are not okay. Um, I know that quite introverts, well, we spend a lot of mental energy trying to overcome our natural instinct to stay on the periphery of social interaction. But I wonder, do over-chatty people have an equivalent filter? Because listening to Joy, she doesn't notice any social cues about whether her presence is welcome. And then I thought, well, maybe I'm just being too subjective. Laura Jo said, as someone who tends to ramble a bit when she feels nervous or uncomfortable, I'd like to say I have some sympathy for Joy, but I don't. And Dorothy Brown said, Laura Jo, I so agree. I'm giving Joy time to see what develops. Leslie Greaves said, I could tolerate a Joy person in a social setting, but there's no way I could accept her intrusion into my home. She may get a hard stare. Um, I, actually, I must say, I noticed the joys of this world in social settings very quickly, and I just kind of navigate away from them as much as I can. <laughs> um, Linda Cody said, unfortunately, my mum was like Joy in some ways. She would talk and talk, and nobody could get a word in edgeways. Lots of people pointed out that she is uh, lonely and she needs a focus, and lots of people pointed out that she should uh, she would probably develop um, as a character very, very soon. Witherspoon uh, said that clearly he suspects that Jacob is on the spectrum, but that Joy is not, and regardless, he didn't want to hang out with either of them, so that's okay, I'll come and hang out with you, Witherspoon. And Liz Villalobos said, I'm completely with you on this, Millie Bell, that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Um, I think I know what you're saying there. Uh, so uh, that was quite a long thread. So if you'd like to get involved, you know to jump on there. But we did notice that she was starting to be a bit more three-dimensional um, during the week. And, and we wondered whether, you know, I mean, it was quite quick, I thought, actually, as we know about the Linda Snells of the world. And Paul Devlin said, yes, budgets are tighter these days. So new characters need to bed in within the 12-month mark, as opposed to the Linda Snell variety. Um, Jean Bell said, I'm so pleased they're rounding her out. She could be an interesting member of the community. I just want to hear her backstory and reason for moving to Beechwood. Jean, I couldn't care less why she moved. I'd just like her to move back away from where she is. But, you know, you're right. Time will tell, I guess. Um, Alice Bondi said it was about time she was becoming utterly unbearable if she can be a bit more 3d i might manage to go on listening please carry on listening alice we want you there and jana mitchell said it was nice to hear her actually listen to tony i think she has potential again lots of people telling me to be patient with her character so i will try to do that then we discussed um the fact that Alice should never be told a secret because she gets drunk too often and loses her inhibitions. And we wondered how Chris didn't know that. But Anne Lydon said someone has to let the listeners know what's going on and it could have been worse. She might have told her mother-in-law. 
And so I, the reason I wanted to tell you this is something funny coming up. So England said, I agree, but how sad to know that your spouse can't be trusted to keep something confidential. What basis is that for a marriage? And Jed Robinson said, quite normal, isn't it? <laughs> I think you're being very naughty there, Jed. And Elizabeth thought, Llewellyn said, why are all of the female characters so controlling? Has Alice even thought to talk to Chris about what he wants? And that started a whole new conversation. So if you're interested in that, please jump on. And then we started to look for innocent suggestions about who was in the background of the photo with Bella, because none of us want anything horrible to happen to Johnny. Unfortunately, the most uh, popular prediction was that it was going to be Rory. So I'm really, really hoping that's not true because we don't want anything mean happening to our lovely Johnny, do we? Uh, we've also put a post on there about a possible Christmas present you might like to ask people to buy you. It's for the love of the archers, the unofficial puzzle book by Neil Somerville. And I also put up a post. Uh, as some of you know, I'm a bit of a fan of Stuart Arundel's, who's on another page. He does fantastic graphics and he runs something called the Worst Character of the Week. He's very funny and he's very dry, but this time he's being very, very serious. He's got a fundraiser happening um, in memory of Edward Kelsey, uh, who gave us all so much pleasure as our favourite curmudgeon. Because of his memorable scene with Nick and the sepsis, um, he's decided that if you can buy a pint for Joe uh, to help raise awareness of sepsis um, in the UK. So it's going to go to a UK charity. And apparently sepsis kills more people than breast cancer does, which I didn't realise. So if you would like to help uh, raise money there, and we know that Archer's fans have been incredibly generous in the past, please only do so if you can afford it. Um, I've put a link on our page. Uh, we also know that... Uh, Witherspoon puts on some fantastic snaps every Saturday. And this week he's asking what's the most festive or interesting funeral you have attended. So if you've attended a fun one, the conversation is just starting there and we'd love you to join in. So thank you again to Yoko Bear for last week. Um, I will be doing next week's as well. So I look forward to seeing you in the next seven days. So until I speak to you again, hooroo. Thank you very much, Millie Bell. And oh, now we do... Mirror headline and tweets of the week. Mirror headline, this is appropriate for you. Oh, yes. Parent buys baby monitor and regrets it as they are told child needs exorcism. (laughs) And I think we've all felt that our our children need exorcism at some point. And now tweets of the week. So the first one is uh, Bob Hawkins. Um, Can the rewilding storyline go the same way as the bunting? Completely forgotten about, but emerged a few years later in tatters around the village. Yes, that would be ideal. Um, Matt Underwood. Chris, you'd have to give up your job, Alice. My what? Oh, that. I forgot about that. Yes. Uh, Ben Johnson. Yes, the actor we are used to here playing the manipulative misogynist Kitty Fiddler is playing the Duke of York. Uh, (laughs) Brilliant. David Barnett. Tony's going to hunt this guy down and force him to eat a Chinese lantern, isn't he? (laughs) Uh, Another revolting one from Dominic Young, tweet of the week. Poor David, finally realising that pink wrinkled thing hanging out Leonard's trousers is Jill. (laughs) I did say, didn't I, that tweet of the week should have their own show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're so funny. (laughs) People are so funny. I know. I like the title. I just think 
People are so quick. And I think, yes. did you think of that the first time you heard it and then saved it up for the tweet along to drop it in at the appropriate <laughs> moment? Oh, that's clever. Just so fast. Yes. But no, I think people are just super quick because that's why they're yeah. funny, is it? You know that they're just, I, I, can, I yeah. could never do that. God, blimey. Um, yeah, they're brilliant, those tweet of the weeks. Yeah. I can't even send in, I can't even open up Twitter on my phone fast enough at the moment. <laughs> but that's oh, the trouble. You know, if I'm, listen- if I'm listening to the arch, and I, I, I've sort of, I've come off Twitter. I'm going to go back on, but I've come, I came off it because I've been a bit busy. But, um, but, I, but if I'm listening to the arches or when I used to listen to the arches and have the tweet along, I, by the time I sort of like articulated in a text what yeah. I meant to say, the moment's massively passed. Yes. <laughs> and you know, yeah, giggling away to yourself, yeah. then post it and realise you've spelt something wrong or written the wrong word. You have to mute it, again. At which time, you know, five hundred you know, million other tweets have gone by. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Hashtag late to the party. <laughs> Oh, I got to get back on it. It's it's too it's too good to miss. <laughs> it is, and I love the fact that the actors go on it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a bit of an institution. It's the best thing about Twitter by country mile. Def- it really is. Definitely, I, I hate Twitter actually because I yeah. think it's really changed over the years. But the best thing about it, the only good thing about it, is the archers tweet along. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And it doesn't force you to ha- have an opinion on Brexit or Corbyn. Like. <laughs> I didn't vote to remain. I voted out. Is that all right, Tony? Our <laughs> Rochelle is standing as a candidate for something. <laughs> we can ask Michelle to find out because she knows yeah. Rochelle. You are now detailed to go and find out. Who exactly Rochelle is representing in the northeast? Um, do I have to do a bit more? Yes. Oh, I didn't do any Kate either. I was oh, no. I was going to do a bit of Kate saying Yakult. <laughs> read this bit as Kate. Then you are. We read this bit as oh, Kate. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Oh, which bit do I have to read? Um, Remember. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. It's quite hard to read it to Kate. I'll give it a go. Remember, to get in contact, you can send us a voice message via SpeakPipe on the website or call 0203-031-3105 to leave a message. So did she, did she sort of turn into Linda? <laughs> no, Linda. <laughs> can you do Millie? Millie? Lily. Oh, Lily. I have an Australian Lily. Millie. <laughs> Millie Bell. <laughs> I haven't tried her. <laughs> uh, Lily is uh, a bit... I've um, I've done her before. Uh, uh, Russ, I, it, the, the trouble is she, she sounds a bit like Kate if I do her because I have to do that vocal thing. Um, uh, I can't really think of Lily having done Kate. Uh, I'll work on it. <laughs> you're good at, you're good at her. No, I'm not at all. But the weird thing about Lily is that she does, you know, she, when you said I mean, earlier, articulate. Yeah. yes, over-articulate, yeah. and she calls him Rass, as Rass. we said. It's because she's she does that sort of voice, I suppose, like, a bit like Kate. Um, but she has, um, she's a bit northern, isn't she? So 
it's sometimes you hear her. Oh, I'm turning into Kate, but she, um, I think it's. You said when she was doing her drunk acting, yeah. she kept, the odd word kept coming out normal. And I think that's the thing, is it? Because I think, because the, because, the, you know, she's a great actor, obviously, but it's not her real voice. And I think sometimes you um, hear that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> who am I to talk about people not doing their real voices? <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> I think she's got that. Because I was talking to Rachel Atkins the other day. Yeah. Plays Vicky. He's, and he's she was talking brilliant about everything. Every yeah. accent. Yeah. She was, she made me laugh so much I had to cross my legs because I was going to <laughs> myself. I was standing outside King's Cross. Um, <laughs> And there are she no toilets you can go to around there. I know, I know. <laughs> she was telling me about her um, her friend's daughter and she was just doing this classic millennial voice. <laughs> and she just made me, she's so good at it. And I thought, oh God, that's Lily. Lily kind of does really? this really yeah, she... wide open mouth thing and she sort of goes Everything up at the end. Uh, oh. Freddie. What? Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. do her straight up to Kate. But you're absolutely right. It is a it's a generational voice. Yes, because everything goes up at the end, and it's um, yeah. and everything is over articulated, isn't yeah. it? And then there yeah. is a bit of um that vocal fry thing. Yeah, it's so annoying because yeah. it's just a rally, rally, and everything. Yeah, that's it. So the ah uh sound is like ah, uh, isn't it? Like ras yeah. and um. Umbrella. <laughs> Rass, Rass's umbrella. <laughs> Mum. Uh, oh, um, oh, you've done that bit, haven't you? Oh, oh now you do the next bit. You can oh. do that as whoever you like. Oh, um, oh, maybe I should do it as um, Susan. Or is that Vicky? I can't remember. Oh, it's been <laughs> such a long time. Christopher, remember. Oh, I've done that bit. What, what am I doing? <laughs> You can find Yokel oh, yeah. Bear. Uh, hello? You can find Yokel Bear at Dumpty Dum at Dumpty Dum. Lucy is at Lucy V. Freeman. And I can be found at Shambridge's. <laughs> I'm just getting confused. That was very weird. That was like doing the recording with three different people. Yeah, with like with Vicky and <laughs> Clary. <laughs> And Susan, Christopher. <laughs> the only way I can get into Susan is by saying, Christopher. <laughs> That's what she used to say when he was little, didn't she? <laughs> so what word do, what are your what are your start off words for everybody? What are your what's your Clary? William. Uh Clary oh, would be It used to be our wedding, yeah. but she doesn't say that no. in the same way. A new actress doesn't uh, say that's it. That's the thing, because I went because William and Ed, that was old Clary. That was a bit yeah. more um uh yeah. yeah. And well the trouble is new Clary is a bit more like Susan in tone. So I do get them mixed up sometimes. Um I don't know what my go-to. I don't know what my new Clary go-to is. Oh, a day. I suppose it would still be a day. Um, yeah. But um, and uh, Linda would just be a sniff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have a dirty sausages. Yeah, uh, Tom sausages. And uh, and uh, yeah, I suppose uh, uh, Kate is going to have to be yackled now, isn't it? <laughs> And uh, Cara, I can't even remember who else I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I love the fact in that scene, by the way, between Alice and um, Kate. Oh, I loved it when they were talking. <laughs> when Alice said, when um, Kate said, 
Alice was banging on about that that chap that she'd met at the Anisha's wedding. Yeah, and um, she said, "Are you are you jealous or something?" And Kate said, "Of course not. I've got Jacob." And I thought, literally a week ago, you were slagging him off and saying what a useless, you know, <laughs> who he was, and now you're like, "Yeah, of course not. I love him. He's great." But that's why I love Kate because she's she is. Uh, she will not be wrong. No, as you said, exactly. No, will not. No, and it's even the way she speaks because she's so confident. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I love her. She's mum and faves. I can't remember who used to be Kate. Now, is it Kelly Bright or yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, do I have to say anything else? It's weird. No, it's weird where <laughs> where um, where Kate's confidence comes from because it's completely misplaced. She hasn't done anything particularly no. that you can and identify as something that she could look back on and think, well, that went bloody marvellously. And yet, she's undaunted, you know. It just comes from being spoiled, presumably, and yeah. being one of those personalities who has that yeah. sort of, that confidence that only certain people it, have. Yeah. It's like that, that what women say about, um, God grant me the confidence of the average middle-aged, uh, the average uh, middle-aged white man. And yeah. it's like the average middle-aged white man and Kate Aldrich. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, Kate Madicano. Sorry. Um, I want Susie said because I didn't know about. Um, Su- I didn't know Susie used to play. I didn't know she was in the Arches when she was tiny. Yeah, as Kate um, was she? Played little Kate. Yeah. Or Alice. Yeah. Kate. Kate. Oh right. Oh, that's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, Kate was, was was very naughty and being a delinquent. <laughs> yes, that's yes, yes. I, yeah. yeah, maybe I used to listen back then when I was li- when I was a child. Yes, yes, yes. Because you're so young, Harriet. I'm yes. so young. I think me and Susie are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit younger. <laughs> um, Harriet Peter Pan Carmichael. <laughs> What other business did we discuss? Because we went on for hours in the last one. We did, but we've done because we're we're, we're naturally trying to avoid repeating ourselves, yes. even though other people didn't hear what we said the first time. Now. And even though I just repeated Finished. everything that was then to follow in the calls and the tweet of the week. Sorry about that. It's always embarrassing when 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 whoever I'm doing this with, you know, we both go chuntering on about something because we don't listen to the calls beforehand. <laughs> so we chunter on and make a right hash of it, and then we play the calls, and someone else says it absolutely perfectly. <laughs> Why did I bother? Why did I not just wait? I think, yeah, play the calls first. <laughs> yes. Then back on if there's And then people can press pause, can't they? They can just stop yeah. you after the calls. Just the rambly bit. <laughs> right. We've done. We've oh, thanks for having me again. It was really fun. It was Thank you for coming on with all your many personalities. Which is <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to get them back because um, I'm coming out of my, uh, I've had a sabbatical and um, I'm, You've had a baby. I've had a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> but it was a poorly baby who's now fine. So, but, uh, so everything is, is uh, touch wood uh, looking good. So I'm coming back. Hooray! For, for Christmas. <laughs> Yay! So what's going to, what, is this your shambridge? Yeah, I'm going to do a Christmas shambridge. I've promised myself I'm going to do it. And Could you do the Christmas show, but just you? A Christmas show? 
Well, they're not going to do. They're not going to do a Christmas show. Oh, in Ambrose, I could year. do the Christmas show. Oh, you could do the Christmas I show. I could, but they their Christmas shows now go on for two hours because they like to actually put them on Radio <laughs> Four. <laughs> well, we'll take a bit of slack, and we won't assume that you're going to broadcast it now. <laughs> I might write to a producer first. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, I can do the Christmas show. Yeah, I need, I need some inspiration. I quite find it quite hard. Joy's got to be in it. Yes, yeah, Joy definitely is going to be in there. Yeah, Joy and Kate. And Kate, yeah. I think it should be Kate doing a treatment on Joy, Christmas treatment. <gasps> oh, that's a really good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, because she's the kind of person that would go to a massage thing and then talk all the way through it. <laughs> yeah. I, you see, that's why I can't ever go for spas or massages and things because because I, I, you know, I feel the need to talk. And, mm. and so I can't relax because I need to talk to that because I feel bad if I'm not talking to someone and they're probably thinking, oh, just shut up. And, uh, but, you know. <laughs> so, so how long have you been doing this thing? So good. You're like, did you hear that thing with French and Saunders where Jennifer Saunders said that the difference between her and Dawn French was that Dawn French goes into a hairdressing salon and thinks, sits down in the chair and thinks, now how can I make this person love me uh, yes. in one and a half hours? It's me. And Jennifer Saunders goes in, sits down, shuts her eyes and says, cut my hair. And she <laughs> said, and then I don't want, you know, they don't talk to me because I will not let them. That's basically me and my husband. <laughs> we are the complete opposite. He can't stand people saying hello to him in the street because <laughs> right. he has to then say hello back. And yeah. he hates seeing people on the tube, you know, like, you know, if you're getting on the yeah. tube, it, yeah. it, you know, whereas yeah. I yeah. love seeing people I know and I like talking to them. <laughs> I I cursed myself for doing that the other day because I saw this woman. I saw someone I knew and went, "Oh hi, how are you?" <laughs> Did she look away? <laughs> she gave me this look, which was like, a, "Oh no, not again!" And I thought, "Oh, this has gone wrong." Oh, but by then, it was too late. And it turned out she was the waitress from the tapas restaurant I'd been oh, in the night no. before. Lucy. And then I couldn't say to her, I'm sorry, I've just remembered who you are. Let's just pretend <laughs> I never said anything. So we then have to make awkward chit-chat all the way. That's happened to me. My brain is long done. That happened to me in a shop because I went into a shop in Chiswick and I and and the the, the lady, there was a lady in the shop and she said, Hello. And I went, Hi! Oh, hi. And because she was friendly, I thought I thought we knew each other. So I was saying, How are you? Because you know when you're talking to try and place somebody. After about ten minutes of awkward chat, I realized she just worked in the shop and she <laughs> she, she had just greeted me. <laughs> Oh, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> That's what I couldn't get used to in LA. Oh, yeah. In, in, in here, here yeah. in here, in here, where I in am. In this world. Um, you say, hello, how are you? And no one answers. No. And they just go, hello, how are you? Yeah. Or whatever they say back again. You don't really care no. how anyone is. No. You hope they don't care about you either. And you just like, oh, it's fine, love to see you. <laughs> but there... They really mean it. Oh no! And walk in the shop and they go, "Hi, <laughs> how are you today?" And you think, 
oh, I really have to answer. I don't know. How am I? You know, it's horrible. And then because you become their friend, you have to buy something. Yes. And and, and every time I said that that I said thank you to them, and they'd go, there's a thing that it's not, it's fine. Oh. They go, that's, oh, I can't remember. But they, they, it's just a very kind of. um, It wasn't a dismissive thing. It's really, it's, but you know, people say, oh, they're so fake or whatever, but they do it really well. Yeah. They fake it really, really well. But they're sort of genuine and, fake, aren't they? Yes, yes, yes. And when I was on the flight, because, you know, it's weird being on a long haul flight because for 12 hours, you are in incredibly close proximity. Yeah. And trying not to fart <laughs> next to somebody that you have, will never see again. I mean, assuming it's a stranger next to obviously not your partner. Well. Um, uh, and had you turned right? <laughs> yes. So you're practically sitting on their lap. You can't get anywhere without making them move. Oh, you know, pain until they've woken up. Oh. You, you see what they're watching. You see what they're eating. You, you know, yeah. you help them. You help them work their remote you're, control. You're, you're, you have to find the controls for your skin. practically in a physical relationship. Yeah, yeah. And then you get off, and you and so I thought this is odd. So the man and we sort of done lots of smiley, 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 nice, 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 nice. And he was a very nice chap. And he, he went to to get off, and he turned round and said, "Thank you so much for sharing your space with me," <gasps> and gave me a massive hug. And I just thought, ah, what do I do? Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! That kind of made more sense than the English way. Yes, absolutely. Let's not pretend that we have. But on the way back, I got the most Englishy Englishman of all Englishmen. He was like Hugh Grant crossed with Hugh Laurie. You know, yeah. Um, And uh, yes, really English. And we exchanged not a word. Oh my god! Um, throughout the whole journey, no. And, Is it twelve um, hours or something? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Wow. Um, all I said was, um, "Excuse me, would you mind if I got out?" And he oh, just went, "Of course." Oh, Lucy. And that was it. oh my goodness! And I thought that's really weird. so. I thought actually the Californian way was much yes. nicer. It made much more sense because you need to acknowledge that you've yeah. shared you've a day together yeah. practically. Yes. You've taken your shoes off in front of each other. <laughs> you probably touched his toe, in fact. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I think because my mum is so posh that I think um, she she still says, she must be the only person in the world that still says, how do you do? And, and when you know if somebody says, how do you do? You have to reply by saying, how do you do? So you don't yes. say, hi, how are you? Fine, fine. You just say, how do you do? How do you yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> I do, it, do, do. It makes me laugh so much. <laughs> she still says it. Does, and how do people respond to that? Because well, some people will never, no one will ever have said how do you no, do to them. Pe- there are some people in the world who still say it. So if my mum says it to one of her posh friends, they'll say, or somebody she's met at a, a, a dinner party or something, they'll say, how do you do? But uh, most people just say, I find that. <laughs> How are you? But yeah, but she's it's so funny. I <laughs> I told her she's got to stop it. But then I quite I quite like it. <laughs> but she's not going to suddenly start going. Ah, oh, yeah, is she? Let's face oh, it. Yeah. I mean, what's she gonna How are you? Are you on? <laughs> I loved when Joy said, "I'm on me on you." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sorry, but what what is your mum going to replace it with then? I don't think she can replace it with anything because it's stuck in her head. 
you know, yeah. when she meets someone. But I, I'm sort of saying it's fine if you meet, like, someone who will understand what that means. But, like, yeah. uh, most people, it's completely gone out of... Um, yeah, you know, conversational English. Yeah. So you know, yeah. you, you you need to stop it, mother. <laughs> you can pack that in right now. <laughs> Learn English. <laughs> I think, that, but also in 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 um, uh, vintage novels, you you could they always signif- they always indicated a lower class character because the upper class character said, "How do you do?" and the lower class character replied by saying, "Very well, thank you." Yes, or if, because they didn't know how to reply. If you were like my mother's mother, who was actually not poshed, but she married well, she um, yeah. she she would uh, her, they, she was very good friends with a lady who lived next door actually in Yorkshire, and they'd go on. They ended up they'd go on holiday together they became really really close but um my um granny always um uh called oh god I can't even god, oh sadly I can't even remember her name uh always called her Pat for example and mm. Pat always called my granny Mrs Briley and that was like always uh, you know yeah, always yeah. the way which is yeah. so funny when you're a child you're like yeah. what why are you just yeah. called her by her name <laughs> Yes, yeah. Usually in front of them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It was so funny. They were like, they were so close. You know, they saw each other practically every day. But it was my granny being silly. Yeah. Bless her. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Well, there we are. Just, uh, yeah. That's it. That's it. All done. All done. I was so nice to talk to you anyway. And you, I've been on all day. Um, are you going to go and wake your child up, I or am. just leave him? I'm going to go wake him up because I need to go to work, so I need to get him oh. ready for uh, the babysitter. So, okay. yes, uh, right. yeah. So that's annoying because I'd like to stay and chat. But um, well, thank you very, very much for giving uh, up your time twice. No, it was, it was, it was. It was it, your your monologue was equally as funny. <laughs> That means you weren't listening the first time. Yes, no, it was it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Um, absolutely. And yeah, I thought we were absolutely fantastic, Lucy. I thought so too. I really, really did. Anyway, how do you do? <laughs> how do you do? I'll see you really soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.